0: Yeah. Just, if, you mentioned Jeff. so maybe I should just say the word vaccine right when. Uh, right when
1: hey everybody, welcome to Bros Bibles and Beards episode two zero four. This is Jeff and uh, Andy. How's it going? Who are you going to
2: call? Ghostbusters? Zach, yeah. how's it
1: going? Fantastic,
0: man. I'm at. I'm dialing up to eleven right now. How are you, Jeff? <laughs> uh, I'm fantastic, Scott. A
1: So close, yeah. You we were so close to hitting the post. Well, close enough. And he was enough. moving the volume. I didn't know we'd <laughs> bring it down. Is this the crescendo? We're when, what's blasted. happening here? We are getting blasted. Oh, okay. I'm
0: putting <laughs> the Christian in crescendo. <laughs> it's
1: it's that
2: Christian dough <laughs> Maybe. Uh which should, one was it? Was it him? <laughs> yeah, that Christian dough
0: well, I think I already said vaccine. that We might have caught that in the cold open as Andy springs it on us. Yeah, well, that's Andy how it goes. gives us a secret, secret surprise every time.
2: That might not even be clear to the uh, listener that that happens. That's what's going on. That's why you hear us talking beforehand, because it's a surprise.
0: Yeah. Ish. We used to find, and occasionally we still will, um, if something ridiculous happens, throw that out of context, yeah. cold open. That's what we used to do all the time. And now Andy just starts recording while we're yes. doing our like pregame Chat, and then all of a sudden we hear the music, and it's like it's. Go I got yeah, I got to shoot into form
1: real quick. It's not a secret, but it's always a surprise. Now, now I'm constantly looking over my. I'm looking over Andy's shoulder. Yeah. Like, is something is, moving? Is, 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 is the recording? I, I saw numbers. Is I see joined? three seconds, four seconds. Oh, okay. Here you we. just see Andy hunched over his keyboard, like <laughs>
0: vigorously <laughs> shoulders moving, like dialing knobs
1: and I'm gonna levelers. Make, and...
2: I'm going to make a podcast. I'm going to make a complete podcast right now. Oh. <laughs> That's uh, the voice I use when I'm speaking of, <laughs> speaking of time. <laughs> like I'm a goblin. Andy, when are we going to start? I'm going to up a podcast right now.
1: Speaking of time, I, I sat in the uh, courtroom today with my daughter
2: Ooh. Uh, for a lot of
1: time. I thought she was going to get time. No, Did really? And she had to go in there for, she was on the back. Did of she an, punch a nun? <laughs> no, she was on the back. You of should be heat. making us guess right now. <laughs>
2: yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I think I've said it before. Zach says punch a nun. I don't listen to you. Uh, mooning the train. Ooh, uh, that's a
1: tradition around here. That is. I'm Oh, okay.
2: Uh, no, you're
1: both wrong. Oh. She was on the back of an e-bike with her friend a long, long time ago. Criminal. And uh, originally, so we went to court back when they used to try to keep track of all the kids on the back of right. an e-bike. So, what's funny is during during the uh, my daughter's time in front of the judge, it's some he was he started to give her kind of a lecture, but it was a it was a good lecture, like a little bit of a learning lesson. Hey. I seen people with three uh, people on those e-bikes, and it's dangerous. Then he went to tell a story about how some girl cut her beautiful face. He didn't say beautiful, but he was kind of, you know, you care about your looks. Some say you would not want this to happen. She has now a, a scar some, over some her eye. Some say it's beautiful. <clears throat> anyway, she, uh, yeah, she uh, was found guilty and uh, put into five days of prison. Of, uh, <laughs> <laughs> She's doing hard time.
0: Well, it's not at Jeff's house, so it's a little better time. All right, time. Okay, five
1: days of. No, she got a fifty dollar fine, and it was one ninety. And uh, but the funny thing was, is she? We got up there, and the judge goes, uh, "Is one of your are your parents here?" And I kind of raised my hand from the seats, and he said, "Well, come on up. You're still responsible for this girl." And I'm like, okay. And I went and I stood behind her. He was an older judge. He was nice. Um, He, you know, and we had to wait for a long, probably almost two hours. We were one of the last people to go. And the uh, sheriff who had pulled the girls over on the e-bike, he was there. And um, my daughter had told me, "It's always good to show up because if they don't, yeah, you're off." A couple people got dismissed. Oh man, could have been. And uh, my daughter kept going. I think that's him over there. I think he's here. I'm like, yeah, I heard the name. I'm pretty sure that's him. Anyway, we're we're there, and uh, she had told me when she, it first happened. Well, uh, my friend, she had her hel- she had her helmet on, but it, it wasn't really strapped. It was broken, and it was kind of tied together with a hair tie. I'm like, okay. And she's and she's like, I mean, I had my helmet on, and okay. So we're sitting there. Uh, fast forward, the judge has a little camera, and he takes a photo of everybody as he pulls them over, and there's my daughter on the back of the bike, no helmet, long hair, just oh. drove down, I'm like, oh, boy. And, <laughs> but he got up there, and the, the the officer said, I gave her a warning on the helmet as she was sitting on the back of the bike, and it's illegal, blah, blah, blah. And the judge asks, well, are there pegs on the back? And my daughter's like, yeah. And the officer, yes, there's pegs on there. I'm like, oh, this is going to be dismissed. This is good. And he started going on about the helmet. And my daughter's afterwards, my daughter's like, I didn't get a ticket for a helmet. Oh, no. And he, he gave a $50 fine. He's like, you're guilty. But it was very unknown. Like, what is she guilty of? But i kind of proud of my daughter because she went out of there and she's like, he never said one thing about my the helmet like I was given a warning and what did I get the ticket for like they said there were pegs on them and I was fine and oh my gosh and she's like I, I'm i like you know what I'm actually proud of you for not digging into like you gave me a warning on the helmet because if you had, yeah y- he would have turned around and been like you know what you weren't wearing a helmet and you're gonna get a fine for that so here's your double fine yeah so we uh 50 bucks we got to the counter I'm like, you got your bank card with you? And she's like, Yes. I'm like, Okay. Pay it. Pay up. Pay the county.
2: Pay the mian is miany. <laughs> Pay my teacher's salary. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh, that's a good lesson. It is a good lesson. That's a good lesson, dude.
0: I uh, had almost the exact same thing happen with my daughter. She was walking home from thrifting with her cousins, and they stopped at Starbucks and tried to use my. She ordered via the app, which I'm signed in on her phone. And so she used the gift cards I have on there and she selected the wrong store. And so she bought a sandwich in a store they were never going to get to. So she asked, do I have to pay you the $5 back? And I said, yes, I do.
2: So it's exactly the same. It sounds like the same thing. (laughs) Eh, Details. That's true. One time my kids didn't put away their dirty laundry. Same thing. Same thing. (laughs) Anyway, good experience. It is.
0: We're uh, yeah. And you make it sting. It's a good lesson, I think. Make him pay. It like it, it'd be it's actually easy. A,
2: it's a cheap lesson.
0: It's it is very cheap, but a good one.
1: Relatively. Meaning,
2: you yeah. know, like no one was hurt. Fifty bucks stings like just enough for that age, right?
1: That's, I was thinking, she, I'm like, oh man, I think he's going to dismiss this, and then, then he went to some long story. Then he's like. You're totally guilty. Well,
0: thank God now the streets are mean or cleaner and less mean. <laughs> thank you, Judge.
2: Ugh. Good God, man. Yeah. Anything to do something about those e-bike gangs. <laughs> You're not lying. It's a real thing. I mean, there.
0: I don't know what it's like in the rest of the country, but Southern California, South Orange County, there're herds of them. Your gang is a better word. San I mean, Clemente is the worst on the
1: coast. Yeah, down here San in Clement South is the Orange worst. County, totally.
0: And. On paper, it's awesome. Hey, my kid who is responsible enough to like move about the area doesn't have to walk somewhere, bike. Great, but when you multiply that times a hundred thousand, it's like just roving gangs of. There's a lot. But they they're just like drive in the street like everywhere.
2: motorcycles. Yeah, yeah,
0: and they're like starting to wear leather now, and like <laughs> it's weird. It's cross, I got tattoos. I don't Feel safe. <laughs>
2: Yeah, get off my lawn.
0: The travel tattoos are coming back in full force.
1: Back in
2: my day, we didn't have electric bikes.
1: Yeah, I don't give I don't give a crap if my kids don't wear helmets when they're riding their bikes or skateboarding or whatever, but when I'm when I'm looking at that picture of my daughter on the back of the e-bike and I'm As thinking Jeff at Bruce? I'm like oh 30 gosh. or 40 miles per hour if my daughter falls off, if anybody falls off that e-bike with your friend, you just in control, you just get flung off. You're toast. So I was a little bit convicted looking at that picture. I'm like, okay. You almost want to no suggest they wear a helmet. I'm like, you wear a helmet on these e bikes. There is when I you're mean, doing, doing over a
2: hundred, you better be having a helmet on. A, it's a
1: motor it's essentially a, yeah. a small motorcycle.
0: Well, we skipped a spot or skipped a, a step. What are we drinking? A lot. Uh, what, what were you I, drinking Andy? I
2: just finished it. I started a little bit before so I'm not that much of He a... didn't
0: pound a beer in the last
2: no, 8 minutes. This is not poundable. It's Citra from Green Cheek Brewery, double dry hopped. Delicious. A gift from my lady from Christmas and it's delicious. I love it. Green Cheek Brewery, they are they're almost in the Beechwood category of where you know like can do no wrong.
0: Like even if it's a style you don't typically drink, you're gonna try it because it's it'll probably Beachwood it'll be good or Green Cheek, yes yeah. Green Cheek, you will be able to do it.
2: Which didn't our uh didn't our friend from OC Local, uh the the pub tell us recently that that is, that's one of the best, yes. the best or one of the best brewers in yes. uh, Orange County. It was, yeah. It was a quote.
0: I could be wrong. I believe they they migrated from Noble. Yes. They were a brewer at Noble. I don't know if they were the head brewer at Noble. These are all local Orange County breweries. It's a burgeoning, bustling brew scene. You could probably find it Come elsewhere.
2: Though. It's good. Oh yeah. That's so how good. Do I've got,
1: I've got I've got, got Gimme. Gimme docent. Been mentioned before.
2: Yes. Another local docent Go brewery in San, San Juan. Juan.
0: And by the way. We did that impromptu meet up a couple of months ago. Feel free to hit us up if you're in the area, and if we can feel reasonably sure you're not a crazy stalker and you wear a bike helmet, we might meet you up too. And that's if a you're a crazy
1: stalker, we'll send Scott.
2: If we can swing it, well, ding it. That's what that's the new saying. I'm trying it out. I'm trying out new sayings. Cause... All right. Well, <laughs> well, that yeah. Well, he just tried it. Well, what do you think, Jeff?
1: <laughs> swing it. I'll just, se- I'll just segue to why Scott's gone. Scott's picking up a uh well, dang it. mattress. That's why he's not here. He's a hundred percent committed to bros, Bibles, and beer. The other one just had lost
0: its softness, is what I heard. <laughs> just you, know, you could hear it when you sat on it, there it was, was like, more of a crunching sound than a
1: warm a euphemism. I want to imagine uh it was Scott doing <laughs> key and peel on the mattress uh at the mattress
2: store. Uh what does what he say? He,
0: I think he does have that good D. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
2: gosh, ridiculous.
1: Um. So, how about you, Christians? How it's, about you, Christians? Oh yeah,
0: and I'm drinking the same thing as Jeff as well. I got a, a little sipper of um. What was it?
2: Boulet. Bullet. Boulet. You've got the boulet. Yeah. Okay,
0: so there it is. So on the heels of the last episode, Carrie Robinson, who um inside information what we were trying to get on tonight not related to the last conversation but just to hang again because he's a good conversationalist
1: and he brings the best booze yeah go back it's an engaging that too uh, engaging i'm not body. gonna
0: lie carry man it's you bring that tequila man it's hard to turn you away but uh he he was here and we he talked a little bit about complementarianism or i can't remember the word he like small c or did you say big c small c I can't remember the designation he gave it, but it was, he softened it a little bit. Yeah. It felt a little bit like, and, and I'm going to caveat this cause that's what I do.
2: But it actually, you just caveated your caveat. That's weird. Oh, dude. Cause that's what I do. Inception. Oh my God, it was a caveat within a caveat. That's worth a, a drink. drink. <laughs> Raise your glass, Jeff. Give me pressure. pressure. Give Re- me all around.
0: Greatest piece. Cheers.
2: Okay.
0: Um, so before I incepted my caveat, um, it's gonna sound. I, I, none of this is meant to to be like dismissive or belittling, but I thought it was very interesting how he def- he defined his version of complementarianism because his wife is a pastor with him at their church, which is something that generally complementarians are totally against. Yeah. But he was very firm on the order of things that as he sees it, God, husband, wife, like this hierarchy of the order of things. I I don't know. I just thought, and I just let him go. Like, obviously, he knows we, it was mentioned that there's disagreement. We didn't have it out or anything, which is fine. I mean, I'm happy to have it out with you, Carrie, anytime. But I'm more interested in just like, why that like he's they do a thing with their church that some more conservative christians might see as a slippery slope towards the dreaded liberal christian christianity because his wife speaks in church which is still a thing like around here even the conservative churches around here it's not that big of a deal but in most of the country it's still a big deal which i'm continually reminded on because some somehow on my algorithm on twitter i see a lot of uh, church fights. Are you on Twitter a lot? Uh, I look. I lurk because we have the bros feed that I hardly ever post on. And so I got to just clear everything out and reset the algorithm somehow because I, I see a lot of like church abuse stuff and I see yeah a lot of people complaining and fighting over stuff like that.
2: So you like how I glommed onto the least important part of everything that you just said there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got Twitter? So oh, that's cool. Yeah. Anyway, so uh,
0: big C, little C. Oh, well. Um, but, and part of that is because of that algorithm, I do see the church abuse stuff and, you know, a lot of it is, is just like, you got to take people's word for it or not. But I think there's enough out there that. Wait, sorry. You're being too vague. Okay. No. Well, so church abuse, So I'm tying it back. To, I'm going to try church abuse back to carry I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But it's sort of related. Like I woke up after that episode we recorded. I woke up early and my mind was racing. I was just thinking like,
2: oh,
1: I wish I would have said said
0: more. I didn't want to like, I don't want to debate anybody. I like the back and
1: forth of different takes as long as it's, we want to learn from each other. Oh, you got that tingle that Scott gets and he acts on it immediately and doesn't stop.
0: Yeah, but, and forgive me, Scott, although you probably won't listen to this, (laughs) In your best moments, Scott, you can argue incredibly well and it's awesome and good natured. And then, but there's been a few times where Scott and I are like, we get to a point where, oh, we, we're we not learning from each other at all. We're just trying to win. And that's what I was, I like hate doing that. But, um, so just thinking one of the things I thought of is like the need to have like the rules of, well, it says in the Bible and here's what God wants for order and, um, hierarchy in the household and which is fine with me um, as long as things are working. Like there there are aspects of my relationship at, uh, with my wife that look more traditional because generally we like we play to each other's strengths and sometimes that looks like the traditional household. And sometimes it's like Lisa's got strengths that I don't have that I defer to her in a way that might make some people uncomfortable and but I don't I don't need it to be one way or the other. I just, let's, let's like, let's make the best fruit from this tree that is our relationship. Um, and so like, I, I don't have a problem with people that still have the traditional stuff or or believe that God teaches X, Y, and Z about God, Christ, husband, wife, um, as long as it's bearing good fruit. And so I, I want to throw that bone, but the problem is, and the thing I woke up thinking is like, Man, when it goes wrong though, it goes so wrong because the weight of God and eternity is behind it and you there's so many people that are like have abusive husbands, the husband apologizes, the wife is forced by the church to stay in the relationship because because it's her duty to forgive and then the abuse continues and uh so that's my only like well that was the big one where I was like that's my worry about like being super concerned about like the the biblical authority and what God says about running a household and like when you're too strict on that, just don't lose sight of like how is the fruit of that tree of your relationship? How does it play out in real life? And if it needs to change, change it. And like even if it has to change how you
1: interpret the Bible.
0: So I don't know if that makes sense. So you're talking about I just threw a lot you're, out there. you're
1: talking about how the how the church would use there be a, kind of an a abusive um, part role that the church plays and that um, she got out of line or, or or she's being a she's being abused by her husband in some way and they're like well you, you need to follow your husband even they go to the pastor church. yeah well you need to follow your husband right there there's abusive that is not Christ-like. I mean obviously right the christ-like would be like hey the husband is supposed to be following christ and and you know and
0: that abuse would not
1: happen you're right, you're right. and i'm not putting that on carrie at all it's just carrie and he would agree he would agree with that yeah. like a husband i, and I, lo- I love yeah. carrie i think he you should he, have him back on we, I think we think should we, will. we tried
2: we did try it's your We'll fault, try again. carrie
0: we'll try again i'm gonna keep talking about you until you come back on we'll guest bro you back on here yeah, so it's not about him per se. It's just right. he he cares deeply about what God has to. Well, he would call God's word the Bible. Cares deeply about that, and no no diss on that, um, and and that's totally fine. I've and I think they seem to have a thriving family, and and the way they work is beautiful. Um, and I I, I believe that a hundred percent. Um, it's just I wish I had talked a little bit about like. When you, people that very care, care deeply about the rules and what God has to say about things, when that goes off the track, when it goes bad, whether it's abuse or not, in whatever direction it leads, that's bad, that bears bad fruit. It goes really bad because the person, usually there's self-righteousness there and they're like, no, we got to stick to this hierarchy and, and people end up getting abused, almost always a woman. Um, or stuck in the abuse because of, well, the rules, God said. Right. So. Which is why we're going to have Carrie part two. Yeah. It's a he, movie. I, I, uh, I don't think he would, I don't know if he would disagree with me that much. No, he would Aside from like, I have a more quote liberal stance on interpreting the, those biblical scriptures, but he would I, not condone any of that.
2: I do remember him saying that in reality, the way that it tends to work out in their relationship is that if there is disagreement That it, I I didn't hear him saying things like, I will overrule and put my foot down and say. Yeah, I agree. I'm with you. STFO. You. STFU.
0: SMH. STFO. FTFU. Shut
2: the GTFO.
0: Yeah. In Jesus' name. He He did
2: not say that. He didn't say those things. And that that they will usually bring in a neutral third party to help, Mm. like, kind of mediate through that disagreement yeah. and won't won't move through big things without big decisions without that like agreement and then in the same hand in the same breath uh when it because they're in a weird position of like uh churches in America are also kind of they have some aspect of running running a business so at the end of the day if something goes down, he will be the person that will like take the hit right right um and so. That like the way that it, if you didn't put labels on it of complementarianism or things like that, I, it doesn't sound wildly controversial. And the way that I see him and his wife Megan acting in their lives doesn't doesn't freak me out. At the same time, like I don't, I'm okay with it not looking exactly like any other like my marriage looks. That's okay. That's, right. that's fine. It doesn't have to. Um. So anyway. Yeah, I, there there wasn't anything in there that, that like freaked me out. And so I think maybe his description of like small C complementarian, maybe even that needs to be, if, if there's some way to soften that even down a level, that's what it sounded like to me. Because to your point, usually like the litmus test is, is the woman speaking? Oh, she's speaking? I mean, she's teaching. She's not allowed to teach men. Can't do that. Get out of here. Like that's the that's the usual one, right? Keep working on those voices. Yeah, that's, <laughs> the, that's the next one. I do have
0: a, a friend that uh, I, I visited, this is years ago, visited the church. They're very conservative in terms of all that stuff. And I I said, well, you did. There was a woman that gave announcements like
2: she's spoke in church. She does taught, that, you, she taught you about what was happening this week. <laughs> does that
0: count? And there was a, a slight nod towards, yeah, we might have to think about that. I'm like, what?
2: Really? That's the end. Really? Announcements is the end. Uh, they stood on the stage. Were they sh- elevated above the audience? I learned Sli- about what was happening this week. Oh no, she got me.
1: Oh. The slippery slope
0: of liberalism starts with a woman giving announcements. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I love I love Carrie. And I, honestly, when he defined his version of complementarianism, and then we can move on to everything else you guys want to talk about, I was honestly a little surprised, and it was a little refreshing because it's it's a different spin on it. Um, that I did not see coming. Speaking of seeing things coming, Jeff.
2: (laughs) What? I don't know. You didn't see that coming, did you? (laughs) I didn't. (laughs) Deer in the headlights here. Oh, man. Hey, did uh,
0: Damar Hamlin teach America how to pray again?
2: Oh, that's great. That's good. That's timely. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, NFL, for allowing prayer back on the field. We appreciate it. (laughs) Jesus appreciates it too.
0: So if you if you guys have been under a rock, you won't know that name. It is is it denar? Demar? Did I say denar? Damar. No, you didn't. You're I was good. thinking about Hamlin. biblical money, denarius. Yeah. Uh, we'll record it. What is this? This is a Monday, January 9th. Hopefully, this will be out within a day or two. But as of now, he's talking and communicating i think he just got out of the hospital who actually. knows
2: has there been pictures or <clears throat> photos of him he might be dead no i saw i saw his speaking twitter he saw his twin I, I saw a fuzzy i saw his I twin saw a
0: fuzzy
1: picture today I saw his twin in a hospital bed out of focus photoshopped i'm like how is somebody why are they not talking about miracles the guy was out for 9 minutes that's I mean, after nine minutes, after three or four minutes trying to res- sorry, resuscitate my mom, they're, they're like, it's too late. I'm pretty much like, no, like a couple minutes, four minutes, you can't do anything. Nine minutes, the guy was, uh, I'm like, that. Mm-hmm. It, it's a, if he is alive and well and walks out of the hospital, someone's got to start talking about miracles, especially if he, he's not, hasn't been damaged in the brain or anything.
0: I'm just. I'm waiting for "Heaven Is for Real" featuring Denar Hamlin. Um, can we joke about this a little bit? No.
1: Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm not they, saying it was a good they're joke. They're professing that he's alive and well, and if then at the living, sa- And in the same sentence, they're like, "And he's in critical condition still." Like, so
0: what? If you've been sitting under a rock, it was a football game, and he tackled slash actually. Tackled an offensive player, but more of the offensive player ran into him. Took a blow to the chest.
2: Looked like a routine play. Chestish
0: yeah. area fell down, popped up, shook his head a little bit, and then like collapsed. And then collapsed like trust
1: just fall, out, like a trust fall, just like yeah. the yeah. switch
0: light switch went off. Yep. And then, which you were watching live at the time, right? Yes, I was. Uh, I can't remember what we were doing with the family, but then. Lisa was seeing all these social media posts about like they need to cancel this game, cancel the game. I'm like, "Oh great, who got a concussion?" You know, somebody got a bad injury. Right. And that was like that was haunting watching that. What did you think, Jeff?
1: Uh, it was pretty surreal. I've only seen stuff like that in movies where someone gets shot and then just collapses. I'm like, "Holy mackerel. That guy is done." I'm was just in the moment. I'm like, "He's done." I'm like, I think he just had a heart attack right in the middle of the field. And it wasn't for a while. I don't know if it was many hours or the next day or two that, you know, they started talking about cardiac arrest. I'm like, yeah, Mike, that was no like vertebrae thing. That was just like. They didn't show on the, you didn't see on the feed CPR. Did you ever see that? You could not see it, but you, you were, you could see the players and they were distraught after like five or six minutes, like he's gone. That was the haunting when
0: you see their reaction. That was the thing. That was when I I tuned in after the fact when they kept going back to to commercial and I was watching that part live, and you could just hear
1: Joe Buck's voice, like the way he was talking. I'm like,
0: oh my god, he's that that kid is dead. Like they the were, way, that, yeah, the way, way like, the
1: players were reacting, I think they were fairly certain they just lost their teammate, and that was, I mean, that was the the haunting and surreal part. It was like, this does this this really happen and like, it just happened in American football, right in the, you know, on TV, live. That's
2: just insane. It's uh, been happening in European football for two years. <laughs> yeah. I, of course. Careful <laughs> where to get flagged for COVID-19 <laughs> misinformation. You but already said the magic word.
1: Of course we started. I mean, that was the first thing, like, oh, my gosh. And my wife just went ballistic for about 30 seconds. Well, on that note, I, speaking of Twitter. I'm trying like, not to say the word that'll get us flagged. Oh. Uh, it's
0: already. I'm yeah. gonna echo Andy from 10 seconds ago, Jeff. Yeah, okay. you should really listen to your co-hosts. I don't listen to you. You don't listen to me. I don't listen to you. <laughs> okay, Scott is hot as well. Yeah. Um. What? <laughs> Biden? <laughs> is Biden here. Biden, what do you think of uh, the Hamlin injury?
2: Uh, yeah, I'm more of a turkey man myself. It's ham, ham and turkey. It's good. It's good. You have it on Thanksgiving. No, 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 no. You have Christmas dinner. No, no, maybe it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> you, you, you can have turkey any day of the week. <laughs> it got better as you went. I know. Sorry, it started out bad. You got to like roll into it. It's a soft. <laughs> it's a soft intro. To- <laughs> However, this did roll into the
1: whole prayer on the field and everybody talking about prayer. The players thank were- you memes. The players were, I mean, there was, I mean, there were 75 players in the field circled up all praying together and the announcers are talking about prayer and then the memes come out and then, you know, the, the spokespeople are talking about prayer and, and then DeMar Hamlin's family is talking about, you know, just needing prayer and I'm I'm like,
2: this is You think that God did that to DeMar Hamlin Mm -hmm. so that he could get prayer back on the field? (laughs) But it's turned turned into that. You're a jerk. The Lord
1: works in mysterious ways, Andy. I can't say that with a straight face, as you can tell. Oh, man. Sorry, keep going, Jeff. No, it's... I mean, I think it was the uncle who came out first and talked about, like, you know, could use, you know prayers, you know, from everybody and your support and he's in critical, you know, he's in critical
2: condition. and um, But and- the players were on the field way before the uncle came out, right?
1: No, no, no. You, that, yeah, no, no. this is a way, this is well after that, but I'm talking about how it just kept that wave of the players are praying on the field, obviously just, just distraught and in it's a bad moment. And they're just like, you know, we can do nothing but pray right now. There's nothing we can do
2: except prayer. Can I can I segue us into something that could be more personal, or do you want to finish something? A thought there. I will allow it. I, I like the idea. <laughs> <of a laughs> I'm segue. glad you asked me. I don't know. Well, I feel honored. So I was kind of... Think- <laughs> well, because you were about to say something. That's all. I didn't.
0: Uh, I it would. It would go back into the just the crazy Twitter wars that erupt within five minutes of the event, where instantly people either know it's one way or the other. Yeah. But yeah. Keep going.
2: So, the trigger for the prayer was a tragic event, right? Yes. And that that had me thinking a little bit earlier about how. Uh, what our general responses are in our lives in like stressful, high stressful moments? Do those things for you guys tend to trigger uh, a response that draws you closer to reliance on God? And whether that shows up in prayer or in recognition, or actually, maybe I I shouldn't answer the question for you. A, what what response does that trigger for you in terms of of your relationships not the right word but like actions towards god does it elicit a reaction of you in you towards god in moments of high stress or does it push you away i i
1: would say just thinking about a scenario that happened several years back um it definitely brought me Brought me at the crossroads with God, and and I don't know if things had gone. Is this the, breaking news? No, no I, I don't think so. Um, it's From something. Seven? It's something I thought had happened, and uh, I've probably mentioned it before. My daughter Kaylee, we thought we had lost her at a park, and she'd like been kidnapped or something. And I just remember running around the park that was hundreds and hundreds of yards long and wide just like god i can't go on like please god i can't go on if i don't find my daughter i don't know how i'm gonna do life like and i'm like if if something had happened i do not know how i would have broke there you know breaking bad or you know am i, am I gonna break in a good way but in that moment i'm like i felt like i'm gonna i'm about to lose myself and uh I don't know which way that would have gone. But you don't know until things happen. Oh, and this
0: is like Capo Beach. There's like parks. No, this is this
1: wasn't no. We were on a trip and we're on our way home and we were like two hours away from home and stopped at a park. But it was an unknown area They were deep in Alabama. Woof. It was an unknown area that we we weren't familiar with and there was all openings to people could just walk off into the neighborhood, like different exit points. There was five or six different exit points. And all the while my I know I mentioned this a couple of years back. My my son Again, Christian, back to us not listening Christian but was praying that whole time. Like he was just praying. He had stopped and and got on his knees and was just praying and um while I'm like kind of flipping out and she ended up being she ended up she was hiding somewhere and was just scared to come out because she heard me like
2: Haley, really? where are you?
1: And like, I'm uh, just flipping out. But oh my God. in that, I'm like, I have no idea. I, I mean, I have no idea. You don't know until it actually happens. But I felt like I'm going to tear away from God
2: if my daughter is not found. Um, but in the moment, uh, so before a potential terrible outcome like that, in the moment, are you drawing closer to God for reliance or are you pulling away?
1: Probably with I'm probably drawing closer to God, and and it's very like that's very scary that I'm going to go and go through this moment, and I'm drawing closer to God because it'd be I would know I'm drawing away from God if something like that is happening in the midst of it, and I'm just like flipping out. My first thoughts were God, please, like I'm yeah. praying. I'm like praying as I'm running around the place. So um like that's a very different response than like you know a, the secular world. They wouldn't be running around like god god please. They would just be flipping out. And so I guess there's some literally in the moment I'm like how I'm I'm actually processing how life is going to go on god if I've we've lost our daughter. And like oh, she's been kidnapped and mm-hmm. I'm literally trying to figure out how I'm going to do life. But I'm speaking to God at that moment. seems kind of odd. It's a weird thing, but I don't know. In the moment I'm like, I'm,
2: I'm drawing your reaction to God. Your reaction is to draw right. closer to his reliance.
0: Yeah. Which was, the general reaction of like all oh, you just said this term the secular world like with with Demar Hamlin people that would never talk about prayer often like if an announcer talking about prayer and praying for people is just if that was a consistent part of the broadcast they would they would be gone like we can't have that type of behavior on a a normal broadcast because like we're not one we're not for one religion or another. We've got to be like generic down the middle. But when a guy has a freak accident, heart attack on the field, and like you're not lying, he was like, they were doing CPR for like eight minutes. It's a unique yeah. one off for sure. It's, it's a one off. But what it showed was, though, secular world, like vocally and publicly, we are all praying for. We cut
1: right to our roots. Like, yeah, it goes deep. So
0: people that aren't normally religious right. or don't consistently have a prayer life, and um, maybe now I'm talking about me, but it's
2: hard to say if we can to prayer. Yeah, if we could thoughts and prayers. Now, n- now mostly just thoughts. If you read it in general context, and not t h o t. That's a very different thing, and you know, <laughs> that, you, uh, but for you personally, like, and that's a that's an extremely high stress situation. Where it feels very like time sensitive, and then then there's others too. Where you're like I'm feeling the general buildup of stress. I'm, what I'm curious about is like where does your is your go to to lean on God for lack of a better term deliverance, or blame God for the lack of that.
0: Mm. Is that two sides of the same coin?
2: No, no. Zach, have you ever blamed God? I don't know. I guess maybe
1: you tell me. And held onto it like I'm blaming you, and I I'm holding
2: judgment. It's it's two sides of the same coin. If if you believe that the coin is the the coin is the thing that's happening, and each side is the way that you choose to interpret and process it. You can either choose... Yeah. You can either choose to interpret the experience as, God, this is pushing me from you and I'm mad at you, or this is drawing me closer to you and I'm asking you to do something.
0: Because you think... In that situation, you think... Or just take the family of If If you were to... Like, just go head over heels, pray for your situation, you with Kaylee, Jeff. Um, there's an assumption that, like, God God can do something about this. Let's join with God in doing something about this. Mm-hmm. And that God not only can, but will. But will. And then the other side of the coin is, like, if if it doesn't go according to plan and you blame God, that's because you believe God could have done
2: something about it and didn't for whatever reason. And so that's that's why and maybe there's there's another maybe the follow up question is on the on the backside of tragedy on the not even not necessarily tragedy it doesn't even have to be a tragedy but things like that you asked God to intervene in that didn't work out the way that you wanted it to.
0: Yeah.
2: It doesn't have to be always totally dire but just stressful. Does it turn to blame or does it turn? Yeah. So maybe I should hold on to that. I'm, I'm not even allowing you to answer the first question. No, it's okay. We're hey,
0: BBB pod fam. We're doing this in real time. This yeah. isn't scripted. So, so is your, okay.
2: So Zach is your general, what is your general like reaction? Is it to lean in or to push away?
0: It's if I have to pick it's lean in. Um, and Jeff, yes, have I ever blamed God? I can't remember blaming God. Um, definitely moments of just like total despair, like why yeah. stuff, which I think is, is different enough. Mm-hmm. But not blaming God And and part of those experiences have led me to a more a different approach or different belief in God. And when I say belief, it's like my beliefs are subject to change. They're like, belief is like a stronger word for opinion, but it's still subject to change. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I believe in God, but I don't, I don't know God's there. And
2: I I believe God. Believing like, God is different than what you believe about God. Right. But what you believe about God
0: gets revealed in, in what you practice. Yeah. And that's the 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 rub with this thing is like for the family of Damar or when you're thrown into a situation, Jeff, the heartbreaking situation with your mom, the one with Kaylee, um, everyone has their version of that. It doesn't have to all be super catastrophic, but regardless, it's like when the shit hits the fan, like what are you doing? Yeah. And I think that reveals what, I know I'm, I'm expanding on the question. No, I haven't
2: really answered, but that is the question, though.
0: Um, and so I, I do. What do you do for for me personally? Like when I look at other people, it's easy. I, I I don't see God as like, well, I'll withhold this. I could do that. I could do that for those people if more people would pray. Like I don't see God as that, and most people don't see God as that. Either, but they, they do think prayer can do something. Well enough they, enough happens where the things don't get answered. Yeah. Like ultimately we all die no matter how much we pray. Everyone dies. And so there's part of me that's like, I don't see this whole like big master plan. God has this plan and then he'll come in at different points in times depending on prayer. Like, yeah, okay, I'll I'll do that for them. Or
2: not depending on prayer.
0: Or not depending on prayer. And
2: that's the the that- that's the part that probably most people at some point in time will struggle with is like i i can't tell when and where you choose to do something or not like oh oh about god yeah, yeah. like yeah. there it it there's no formula
0: yeah but i confess when when stuff gets crazy or real close to home uh for me it there will be some good old fashioned like petitionary prayer, yeah, and so there is still that muscle in there for me, but the difference is most of the time, hopefully i'm it causes me to think, okay, what can I actually do to be like the hands and feet of Jesus here like what what tangibly can i is there anything I can actually do for this situation that's close enough to me? to where I could be part of an answer to a prayer, which I think is, I think that's key because I think that's generally how the world works. Like miracles, if miracles happen and maybe one happened with, with uh, Damar, but by definition, like they they don't happen. Otherwise they wouldn't be special. Right. Right. So when, so I guess my default is, Like less of just praying for. Oh, that person asked me for prayer. Let me just—I'll throw a prayer out there. It's like, no. How can I encourage that person to help them on the thing they were asking about prayer? Does that make sense? Like, it's yeah, like, it does. It's like don't, don't just throw it, thoughts and prayers. Like Andy made the comment, thoughts and prayers, and I think it's like an application, people are and done action with, Yeah, in
1: in like you're asking for prayer, and it was X, Y, and C, and so uh, how. I could actually help you a little bit or steer you in the right direction, or here's what you might be able to do. And cause a prayer, I mean, in many regards is someone asking for help. And I mean, essentially that's what they are asking for. They're asking for help and, and comfort and peace or actual action to, you know, that needs to, to take place in order for prayers to be answered. Um,
2: Confession, Thanksgiving, supplication.
1: (laughs) It's a lot of syllables there. Acts.
2: It's an acronym. It's how you learn how to be a Christian.
1: Well, so you just proves it. I'm out. You draw. You draw near. Yeah, I I do find that. I do as well.
0: Yeah, I do, and it's almost like I'm embarrassed because I, well, because I know, I know how much of my day to day I'm not. I'm not praying every day in the way I used to. You feel cynical about uh, it? No, it's more agnostic in a, a way of like, I, I trust, I just want to be aware of what I can do when, when a family member shoots the, the family text with a prayer request. Oftentimes it's not like, Oh, I'm not just going to pray for that thing. Cause I, I don't. Currently, I don't have the belief of a god that's
2: like, well, I'm just waiting for Zach to jump on this prayer chain, it's and the, then we can yeah. do it. I'll pray for you is the second biggest lie behind the internet's LOL. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's why I love the actual LOL. Like when I Andy I'll say just like, LOL right now. Yeah. I did. <laughs> he just he just made himself LOL. Is that acceptable? I agree with you though, Andy. But there is like, if I if it's a family member and they're asking for prayer for a person and then I have an, a tangible reach where I could, whether it's just encouragement that actually gets to the person or if there's something I can actually do to help, that's how prayers get answered nearly every time, dare I say, because miracles, if they do happen, are rare, definitionally.
2: I think when I have that,
1: be the change, Andy. I
2: am the change. I could use a little change. You draw near, Andy. I, te- I, I think that I tend to, it. it's a similar. Like the the gut reaction, without me trying to process it, is is it tends to go directly to God. How do you? How can you? Uh, how, can, how can you step in and save save a situation that I don't see anything that I have control over? And maybe that's the like key piece of the formula for me. It's it tends to be in situations where I'm like, dude, I. I out don't have I don't have control over this right now. This feels way out of my realm of control. And so because of that, I I'm I'm asking God, I need you to do something. Please, please do something because I can't do anything. And as like each of you guys were sharing, I was thinking about this. I'm like, man, there's that phrase that's gotten really popular probably within the last like 10 to 15 years. Uh, which is partnering with God? We need to partner with God to do this, and um, we need to come alongside God. It sounds <laughs> it sounds nice, but it's it's kind of a weird phrase, and it it's cliche at this point right now, right? Like it feels like in in at least in Western churches, mm, yep. it, it's a cliche.
0: I just feel like your podcast doesn't love on God,
2: but I don't like. It's a concept that's really hard for me to pin down of what that means. And and I'm not trying to dodge the question. So the the direct answer is like in in times of stress, my inclination is to lean in and I will when I when out of control, God please do something. I don't know what else to do. Like I need you to step in. Um but the implication there is is otherwise I've got this handled. I can take care of this. And the fuzzy part for me is so. When is it me partnering with God to handle this? Like yeah. you called it the hands and feet of Jesus, yeah, which is like kind of another way to describe it, right? Yeah. So did I just I use Christianese
0: unintentionally? Yeah, sometimes it that happens. That's why I had to you step gross. out for, for a second. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but you know what Anyone I mean. Any threw up. <laughs> I had to step out and throw up a little bit. Um, no, but that that part is. I remember talking with. A friend recently um who's a professional Christian, and he <laughs> and, and speaking was... of gross well potentially potentially not always he's the least gross of all the uh professional Christians I know um no, I know lots of professional Christians, and most of them are not gross uh, same shout
0: out Kerry Robinson, professional christian oh you you were gonna leave it secret at first it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't him it actually all. wasn't him.
2: okay uh so. That but but I dropped that line I was like, Well, maybe we just need to partner with God on this one. And then I paused and I went, Oh, gross. I just said a total cliche, (laughs) but but Christianese. But that part is weird, like and I think that's that's something that mm, I don't know too many churches or teachers who spend a lot of time on unpacking that of like, okay, so there's a reliance on God for things land in some category and then there is personal responsibility and then there's this like middle ground of shared shared responsibility with god where somehow together we're we are we are partnering and like so what is what is that what is that what is partnering with god are you asking us no listener (laughs) I want you to (laughs) make your way over to, insert my address, partnering.
0: (laughs) So, no, this is is based on the belief that there will be a time machine, Jeff. And at some point, somebody will have it. And then they'll be able to send us a text right now to our. Abraham
2: Lincoln. so
1: So, many years ago, somebody introduced me early on in my belief and following of Christ that you need to be asking God, like
0: back when you were a Trump what Christian, do ha-
1: what do you have for me? He's like, what am Christian. I like to be God, to be a conduit, like, but to also figure out like, what is it that God wants me to be doing with, with my family, Use with me, God. my wife, my finances, my job, like my friendships or even strangers. Like, and even and strange. partnering, par, I mean, the phrase partnering with God seems like that would kind of define that. Like, what does
2: God want me to do uh, yeah. today? Um, I like that you're, yeah. I mean, thanks, some, thanks, thanks for not getting us hung up on the, the term. The term maybe is a little bit like messed up but, or overused, but you're saying, who's God? Who, who am I supposed to be? Who do you want me to be today in the world? Which is a partnership. I mean, that's a
1: big um, both. That's a big umbrella because it can just be not. Who do you want me to be today? Could like who is there? Is there anybody I should be connecting with today? Like, yeah, that's who just, you are, man. And maybe someone said, you know, maybe God's you're hearing back. Like, God's like, you just need to have you just your need eyes open and cut you, that guy off on the freeway. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when something like, like that happens, you never know. Teach him a lesson.
0: You He's never going slow. You should have bought a Tesla. No.
1: Yeah. Get out of that Tercel. A 98 Toyota Tercel. Nobody drives a Tercel. You never know the conflicts, the partnering with God that might happen in the middle of a conflict with someone where things actually flip. And next thing you know, you know you're bringing someone to Christ and you had a fat argument with them something like that that would be partnering with god in some random moment that can happen and so piggybacking on that like you
0: asking god what can i do like what do you what do you want from me now like there is really good data as much as you can study prayer which is probably not much a consistent spiritual practice. People I, have only
2: dedicated their lives to it. It's fine. <laughs> but not. in terms
0: of studying it, putting the science, yeah, like just... double verified, blind, placebo based. <laughs> is that real? Um
2: You're just saying words.
0: I'm just saying a lot of words that I think, you, you know the
2: thing, man, science, graphs, data, <laughs> numbers, formulas, algorithm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um
0: But, uh, It's good for you. Like, a spiritual practice, a prayer life, no matter what you're praying to is the uncomfortable thing uh, for some people, is a positive for you. It doesn't mean it's all equal. No matter what you're praying to? No matter what you're praying to. What do we got here? I don't know. Lindsay's, Lindsay's,
2: my wife is showing up, but she's got some sort of jar of something. Oh, a jar to open. Andy, like, well, we got. Andy, a taste, will you partner we got a taste with God test right, right now.
1: now and open up that uh, bottle of olives? You go, baby! Ooh, wait. No, hold on. Hold on. We got.
0: We got to taste test this. What? What did you just open?
2: <laughs> what did? Yeah. I what
0: are you drinking tonight? What is Lindsay drinking?
2: My wife just dropped. She came in and had a jar for me to open, but it's full of uh, green olives. Ooh, those are nice. Up. No, Anybody want you. a green olive.
1: There's two things I don't eat on this earth, and
2: olives is one of them things that are green and things that are olives. <laughs> I don't drink I don't, either of those things. Neither of those. Uh, you know, a woman, I think YouTube Bono
0: quoted, he probably ripped off a poet when he said, a woman needs a man like a fish needs a bicycle unless you have an olive jar to open.
2: That's. I think those are the original lyrics, but the, syllab- the syllables didn't match up so they had to cut it down. Yeah. It sounds it's not, like Bono. It, it's, it, it sounds, sounds like Bono. Bono. <laughs> Mixing with a little like
1: Uh, uh, uh.
2: That's his later years. He ran out of words. Just the falsetto. Uh,
0: Where was I?
1: You guys are blowing it. Sorry. You're not really partnering with God right now.
0: God has a sense of humor. I I believe my God has a sense of
2: (laughs) humor. I had a a good conversation with uh, a former colleague of mine, and he's like one of two people. uh, No, that's not true. One of a handful of people who uh, in my workplace I've had um, a relationship with that was, had, had some level that was uh, spiritual slash Christian. Anyway, we were talking the other day, and, and we, he and I believe differently at the ways, at, at the things that God does actively in the world and doesn't do. Like I think God does fewer active things in the world than than he does causes i i think God causes certain things to happen at a much less than Lesser. he much less than he believes and at some point in the conversation the the reason this reminded me of it is because i I just said to him hey i think I think the most important thing for us is God is wanting us to figure out the person that w- he wants us to be. He he wants us to learn that. And if we can be the be the person he wants us to be, then we can react and do the things that that he thinks are the right thing to do in the world and and ultimately love the world the way that he would want the world to be loved. And, and that felt like that's the closest I can come to like a, a definition of partnering with God that feels like something that I I could maybe achieve or at least try to wrap my head around of understanding, okay, who is the person that God wants me to be? How can I try to be that person? How's um, that
1: working out for you?
2: Awesome. (laughs) Uh, Mm. When it works, it works when like, if I pay attention to that, if I do that, it seems, it seems to be the right thing. Um, um, and I feel like I've got a pretty good internal, like, temperature gauge of when I am and am not doing that. Like, like, I know when I'm being an asshole and when I'm struggling and pushing to be the person that, like, I feel like God wants me to be. So it doesn't, I guess I'll put it this way it doesn't feel mysterious. Like, it doesn't feel like I've got this, like, special.
0: It's more tangible. There's no code that,
2: what is the thing? think like no uh how can I be a better person to this person today how can I help them how can how can my initial reaction be loving towards them it doesn't mean that I have to be soft or it doesn't mean that I have to like not push for or, or deal with difficult things or conflict but it how can I oh my gosh it's WWJD It is again stupid, but it's it's stupid because it's been knocked down to a to another cliche in a wristband. But like, also Daniel Tosh joke where he would light him on fire and send him to hell. (laughs) 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 I think that was in reference to people talking in a movie theater. But that's you know ultimately that um, the interpretation of that feels much easier for me on a day to day basis than it is for me to like try to like weed my way through the will of God. And maybe that's probably because... Uh, actually, I don't even know if I believe that, too. Because I don't think that the will of God is something that's so like... I love this. I don't think it's so specific. I don't think the will of God is like, oh, uh, yes, this. I'm ordering these exact steps. It's paralyzing. The will it's, of Seeking, well, it's seeking also, the will of God can be paralyzing. It can be paralyzing. It can also be uninteresting if you're trying to like narrow it down to a level of like, God made me stub my toe. So that I would not cross the street so that that bus would not hit me, well oh maybe, or maybe like there has to be there has to be some level of the world that just operates out of chance, otherwise random number generator otherwise we have we present ourselves with a much bigger problem, which is the problem of evil, because now we're saying that God is causing evil, right which then leads to like how powerful is god if he can like
0: stop the evil from happening this is this is the rub man it gets really sticky really quick because if if there is chance in the world like can god change that chance chance um why doesn't he do it more often or she scott i know scott would want me to be more <laughs> inclusive but <laughs> But, uh but it, it, it and for me, really is we are touching on the cornerstone of the problem of just everything right now,
2: and the thing that comes down to, for me, for me, the the way that I can like sleep at night on this question is uh, free will for humans is so is so important for god he's willing to make that trade of giving up it's not it's not can he it's will he so the the ability exists it is his choice to not act on that ability because the trade would be free will for humans and so because he because free will is of such high importance um, he will choose to allow brokenness to exist in in perfect world, and shows up in tragedy, and and ultimately evil, yeah. allowing evil to exist,
0: or maybe, yeah. And, well, that's that's my rub is like is allow. What does allow mean? You're like free will isn't free will if 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 somebody is allowing something to happen to other people that they don't have control over, they don't have free will. So that's like taking it one step further into maybe. God oh that's different though that god the god that can't getting into the uh open theism tom ord greg boyd area of like god's nature god love god is love and love can't control therefore like yes
2: there is free will that's and where i'd actually don't, free and that's why i don't agree it's yeah. not that love can't control it's love chooses not to control the the or choice picks not picks
0: its spots
2: yeah or picks its spots but but like you're, what we, should we all like? do as loving parents,
0: right? We're super loving, aren't we, all guys?
2: I could, I yes, I could take away my daughter's keys for some reason that people could justify. But is that the is that the right thing for me to do in that situation? And can versus won't, and that's why actually I I believe often love is stronger in the decision when it's won't. Versus can't. Because can't is actually, hey, there's nothing I could do. It can exist outside of love. Sorry, couldn't have done it. This is really,
0: that's, that's. Uh, I like that critique. Like, I I don't know how comfortable Hands off. I am personally.
2: I wasn't even there. Sorry.
0: I'm not sure where I land, honestly, between these two. It's kind of a, a hybrid. And if I, as I confessed earlier, when the shit hits the fan, like, where do I go? I go back to my roots, which is like I'm praying the shit out of
2: this thing and like let by your roots. Let's fix this. What fix you, this? What do you mean by roots? Ah, just old pray pray for it. Make it happen. That feels like that's generally weak in the rest of your life, you know, in the rest of your life. So why would that be important to you in the most important times? Well, because you're just you're desperate. So you're like all your normal when you're at, like you mentioned, you're
0: out of control. That's the key. You're out of control. Yeah. Where do you go? Like, you, you hope, faith, trust
1: in something outside of you to help you out with it. So, well, the Hamlin, and that's my roots. The Hamlin football incident is a perfect example of what you're you're pointing out, or, or actually, what you're pointing out, Andy, the desperation of like in that moment, like. Oh, we're going here now? Like when this has been kind of taboo and mainstream media and all outlets that, you know, you'd see on TV or, or read about online. It's like, no, stay away from God and prayer. But in this moment,
2: oh, my gosh, this guy might die. Please, everybody pray. Tebow so, ruined it. Is, Tim Tebow ruined it. I swear to God. Is it part of you connecting to a like a deeper truth? Is that a... is. I'm react- sometimes saying like just reacting to your roots is a- it can be a dismissive way of describing it, but it also can be if we reframe it, it is. Oh, I wasn't dismissing it.
0: I hope you didn't get that.
2: Oh, it f- oh okay. Well, it felt a little bit like the like I'm just going back to my roots because no, you. I'm glad you, you do- I'm
0: glad you mentioned that. Yeah. No, going back to my roots is like what what lies deep within me. Mm. It's almost like.
2: Like the core truth your, that your you know, your kid is old
0: enough to know there's no monsters in the closet. Yeah, and during the daytime, they're like, yeah, obviously, monsters—they're
2: not real. I'm done my closet.
0: Um, and this applies to some adults, as Andy is alluding to a little bit. But then, when it's dark and the closet's not always shut, and you look at that dark closet, if you feel a real fear, it's like, oh, your actual beliefs are betraying your stated beliefs during the daylight, where. Monsters don't exist, but at night, you're a little scared. You're a little scared in the dark. Even though you know nothing's in there, you're scared something's in there. And so it's it's kind of like that's what you actually believe. There's a little part of you that believes there might be something in there, which is an example of like, like what did I do?
2: Like Enough to generate a significant emotion.
0: Right. And maybe even pray. And an action. It, it's a slight crisis. Uh, thought process so for for me in times of trial when I admit to like going back to just old school like God I don't know what's happening right now but I need help and usually it's related to like kids yeah Um, my kids just for the (laughs) kids not not just like random kids just
2: kids God help all the kids just help kids just help kids in general I think that's what
0: Michael Jackson wanted help the children (laughs) help the children Jeff
2: just help him, Jeff. Help the children. It could happen today. Just call this number. I go what? back
1: to work tomorrow, guys. Just give me, give me 12 hours. You I'll, will be I'm you gonna, will be helping. I'll make a children. difference.
2: Help him tomorrow, Jeff.
0: <laughs> Jeff Pearson at ca.gov.education.
2: <laughs> Just help him, help him learn the numbers, Jeff.
0: But I do go to it. So going back to my roots is like, okay, when the poop hits the fan, I needed some security blanket. And, which, and that sounds even more dismissive, but yes, I'm actually doing it. I'm actually going to prayer. The weird thing is, is like, what's God's nature is what I think is like, is, is God like, oh yeah, you don't pray ever anymore. And then you get a little scare with your family and then you come Crawling back to me to pray? Like, Isn't that so prodigal why son though? Yeah, would that's, I?
2: That's, that's prodigal son. We. That's what's cool is that we have like stories in the Bible to describe God's nature. And I'm glad
0: you guys mentioned that because I, something I can't prove, I think most in general Christians.
2: You think the prodigal son was gay?
0: I do. I think he's gay and I wish most Christians would just invite him back, but they won't. Yeah. I know you're gonna say that. <laughs> but uh, uh most Christians
2: Let's God, have a God, party. God is
0: more angry than that. Oh, no, there's this third, third voice. God's more angry than that. Like why, why oh God's gonna answer your prayer now? Or you, you don't you don't ever praise. Like keeping track. Like I feel like most Christians when they especially when you go to like where do people go, ultimately God is Checking boxes and everything. Oh, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't believe my love's not conditional or my love is conditional. And I think it's in that ballpark. It's not direct. It's way down that sliding scale. But wait,
2: I, don't, I lost track of what you're saying. I know. Now. Hold on. Okay. Let me let me back it up. We don't even have to go there because the we can't help ourselves. We have to at some level anthropomorphize God, like because and that's okay because the Bible gives us some license to do that at some level.
0: Cause and, I think it's going on constantly all the time. And we're
2: humans. And like, there's nothing else that we can do when I think it was going on in the Bible. It was going on with the writers of the Bible. So, um, but you as a father, Jeff, also you as a father, your kid who has given you the finger, the moment that they come back and they're like, I really need you right now. Fuck. Yeah you you'd be there wouldn't you yeah All right so if we can do that on and it would hurt me if like, you said no if you back well bo- did,
0: both both ways both ways like i'm experiencing like there's no question you're back yeah but i'm experiencing like there's still hurt on my end of of whatever
2: but it's outweighed by
0: or it might hurt my it might hurt my pride like i don't like there's part of you that's like no you've you fucked up. You go sit in it. But yeah. at the end of the day, when your kids, when when your kids
1: need you, and they will, yeah, really, what, what? that other that other side, like no, you go. You, well, because I, I think there's a a time for that.
2: Like, a, oh, can I tell you a time? A small version. Can I tell you a big one?
0: Yeah, give me the big one right after. Like you mentioned earlier, I'll give you the, big the small one. version. Is like, yeah, you're paying the fifty bucks. That's a small version of like. You need to sit in that small yeah. poo pie of your your kid. Hey, I made a mistake. I didn't wear a helmet. I got in trouble. And but you, in that
1: case, it's just natural consequences. Yeah, and it's like, right. yeah, hey, you got to.
0: Same, same with the prodigal son. The, the dad, the
1: way the world works is the dad could be like, no, fuck
0: you, man. I gave you everything and you left. You took my inheritance and now you're coming back. Get out. That's the way the world works. That is. Dare I say, the way the secular world works. Or he what's your big example? Or he
2: doesn't even give him the money at all. He's like, no, I know what's going to happen. I'm not going to even let you go do this. I'm blocking I, you from. I it. think that's a step better. Yeah. The uh, no, the biggest, the big version that I had was when I went. My grandmother recently passed away. My dad's mother, and she and I weren't close. We actually, I hadn't talked to her in a long time, and, but, it, I, I wasn't unique in that. A lot of folks in our family were that way. Didn't, she was pretty um elusive and distant but uh for the listener I never I haven't shared this much for for the boys in this room I've shared this every once in a while my my dad's side of the family is like breaking bad level of crazy in terms of the the stuff that has gone on and what I learned when I was out there was I, I was talking to my aunt the uh she's married to my dad's brother and that's how aunts work that's how they work or aunts and i was asking about um my young my youngest her youngest son was there and he was one of the pallbearers and her oldest son was not there and i said hey where is he and she got this look on her face and and she got very serious and she said he's incarcerated she used that word and it stuck out to me. I'm like, incarcerated. I'm like, I, was it the way she said it? Not just, in jail or just, prison. No, incarcerated. she didn't say. She said incarcerated. I'm like, what happened? And then she explained to me what happened, and it involved murder. And she said, and I'm not. Uh, I'll tell you guys later because it's horrible. But she said, um, he deserves to be there. Woof. And in fact i if if i'm i may be mismer- misremembering I think she she told me he's incarcerated and he deserves to be there and then told me what happened and I was like Jeez. yes he deserves to be there um but but that is one of those as you as you look at examples of going like um okay i i i don't know what you do in that sort of situation as a parent and and so what does god what does God do in that situation? What is God's position on that person?
1: I mean the the I mean the world is taking. I mean our societies are taking care of things. How our societies are taking care of things like you're incarcerated. However, as parents, we're still we're not incarcerating them.
2: We're like I she gave up on him. It was in her face. Well, she was done.
1: Mm. I mean, how how you react is totally. That is that that's that's to the individual. <laughs> well, but but as a but as a Christian, like we're to especially our kin, we're we're gonna love them.
2: What does that? No mean? No matter what, what does that mean? Like Ugh, our kiss. family, what does no that blood. mean? I, it feels I, I'm like I'm like balancing in my head right now because I don't want to be too gruesome or too specific. No, I, I realize I, I realize I could t- I could tell it to you and I think it'll help it'll help drive the conversation. Uh, he murdered his infant child. Yeah, screw him. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, but it, oh my god, it's that- it's heavy. It's really heavy. And so
0: now is that settled? <laughs> are you allowed to say that?
2: Yeah, he's, I mean, he's in jail. <laughs> but it, in I mean,
0: is, is he waiting trial?
2: Allegedly? Do we have to say allegedly? Maybe. Allegedly. Uh, I, I don't know. I was not prepared for that conversation when I just said, hey, where's, where is, I'm not even going to mention his name. Derek. Yeah. Where is he? Oh, he's incarcerated. And, and then she shared the details with me and I'm oh my going, God. so wow, not, I was not prepared for that conversation. So I was caught off guard. I did not ask follow up questions. I just looked at her and said, I'm sorry.
0: Well, I wish, I'm sorry too, but in the future, Andy, for the sake of the podcast, can you ask follow-up questions for the story?
2: Yeah, I'll get the other ones too. That is not my only cousin in prison for murder.
0: I was mostly being in jest, but good stories are great. Um, I'm sorry. And one yeah. other
2: one for attempted murder.
1: <laughs> Wait, my son's involved with your family deeply. <laughs> What's happening here?
2: I tell you, man. Every time I go down a slippery. Every slope? time I go back home, I look at Lindsay. I'm like, "How much more impressed are you with me? <laughs> than I came from this."
0: She's like, "Do we have to go back for the holidays?" You're yeah. like, "Yes,
2: we do. We need a reset. Bring, Bring your it. machete." Know how much
0: you? Uh, I how want, much you
2: love me? I want you to appreciate what appreciate you got. Your, I'll open the shit out of all of the olive jars. Yeah. No. It's uh. But it. Th- I mean that horrible things it's, it's horrible it's very so, horrible so so you pick an extreme like the most extreme example that you can imagine and you try to go um so and by the way i i don't believe that god views all sin as equal i believe that god views all sin as sin but i don't think he believes i don't think he's dumb and thinks that all sin is the same like someone lying about whether or not they so be it but isn't god trying to draw
1: his people near does,
2: does God give up on people no no
0: and so that's the rub like we I mentioned in my slight recap of the last episode of about how when it goes wrong it goes really wrong because you could see versions of this where there's like but they they are they ask for forgiveness you know like they're you have to take them back you know maybe it's not murder but maybe it's something really terrible. It's like there's, as far as I'm concerned, right now, it, that's so tough to know exactly what to do in all cir- circumstances because your mileage will vary. It's it's like when 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 do you take somebody back, or if if your kid does something and then you might have a responsibility to the law. It's like there's a. I'm struggling for words because there's like, there's this forgiveness is different than reconciliation because it seems to me reconciliation, it like requires two parties. Like if you read the prodigal son or the prodigal father story, it's pretty clear that the father's heart was going to be forgiveness no matter what. But there's not reconciliation until the kid comes back. Why? Because the kid wants to be reconciled maybe the kid is desperate yeah but that's fair even still it's it's an awesome story and i i believe that is i believe that's the heart of god is forgiveness and reconciliation for
2: all but at the same time if you don't want it i think you guys tell me this i'd be willing to bet that most people who struggle with something like that with a concept of uh, a God taking back somebody who had done something so terrible, so horrible Um, and taking, well, taking back is maybe the wrong term, but you you get where I'm going. Like um, forgiving and, and moving, moving forward from that Uh, is because it feels like it bypasses the concept of justice. It feels like it violates God's, the characteristic of justice for God because we look at that and we go where where is the justice in that for the life that was taken and that's for me i think that's the part where i'm like i i get stuck i get stuck in that piece i don't i don't know how to solve that problem
0: because justice only goes so far like in the here and
2: now well, it doesn't feel like it goes there
0: no but it, it can't go there like it can very rarely is there you go through the judicial system and then. You do go through the jiu-jitsu system. Jiu-jitsu system. <laughs> it's and then, complicated. Thank you. It is complicated. It's too complicated for my tongue. <laughs> Listen, guys, I gotta go through the jujitsu
2: system real quick. And when I get out, you're all gonna be pretzels. <laughs> That's a uh, nerdy Trump doing jujitsu. Some say. Some say.
0: Some say. It's uh, a. Yeah. Um, if there is like, if there is some sort of eternity, that's where some of the trust comes in, or if you have a faith, like there's this, someday God's gonna make it right. But and, that's not described. Um. Well, the reconciliation is like. What does that mean? Um. It's a good question, but uh, what's it? Uh. But go going back to the justice system. Purgatory? Now, Are you
2: describing purgatory? No,
0: no, no. Just like. Ultimately, like, you can get in here, but you got
2: to do your time, son.
0: Most Christians would view the end of Revelation being like, okay, that's it. Like, story's finished. God won. But if you pay attention to some of the details, the, the gates of the New Jerusalem are never to be shut. They're always open. And there, from the tree, there's a river flowing out of the gates to offer forgiveness and healing for the nations. So even after the end of all things, the nations, if they want it, the gates are open. They can come in to receive healing. Um,
2: I, uh, so how do, maybe the real core of the question is, how do how does justice and forgiveness coincide?
0: Um, well, if you're defining justice the way, like, the way the world traditionally has it, it's like eye for an eye. Like, okay, you did this, and so our legal system says you need to do this amount of time to... to, Justice is served when... How do you want want to define it? You stole that thing, yeah, and then you do this amount of time or pay this fine, justice is served. Um, Meanwhile, the thing is still taken from that person, like the thing that you stole. Some equal and opposite
2: reaction that... Is, That's it, the way most people
0: look at justice.
2: But but, probably. Ul, but ultimately it's not. What is it? What is the better, what is the way that God looks at justice?
0: When it comes to taking an infant's life, like what is earthly justice for that? He goes away for maybe he goes away forever. That life was taken. There's no
2: justice ultimately on earth. What is. Okay then, like is, it, out, is there any th- amount of right. thing? No, no. But so then, outside of Earth, what is it? I don't, don't know. That's the great mystery. I know that's the thing that I'm trying to get to. Because, like, so the struggle that I have with is if you don't, if you don't put the constraints on Earth as being like the only point where we can have this concept of God enacting justice, what what is it? And that, and that's the. If I'm being honest, that's the part that gets that I get stuck with. It is Hitler's deathbed prayer. Do is that honored by God and is if it is honored by God is there no justice? If it is God will cover if Jesus blood covers the sin all sin does the the coverage of all sin equal no justice.
0: So if there is now we're in the realm of Total speculation. Um, but most sins in the here and now bring with them their own set of consequences. Even if you don't get caught for your sin,
2: say it's a secret sin. Um, that's been described as God's wrath, though, which is a God allowing you to experience the natural consequences of your bad behavior. Right. But there's consequences. But that's not justice. but. Justice feels wrath feels like it's passive justice feels active
0: it it does, but justice can't ultimately like on earth where I was going is like on earth like you can't have in some circumstances you can't have justice like i'm I'm never gonna get my son back this this baby that allegedly your family member took the life of is that's taken from them and, and uh like there's no amount of justice on earth that will make that right. So when we get into like what makes it right, ultimately, like that's where we're all speculating. Even if you look at the Bible, like it, we're still, it's still an act of faith, which I'm all for struggling towards understanding, but when it, when in like it's Corinthians, I something or other like while we were yet sinners, God did this thing. Like right. Jesus did this thing. Like yes, you're sinners. Jesus did this thing. So whether however you interpret that, I feel like if you expand that out to eternity, I believe that the heart of agape love is justice which is reconciliation drawing all things to itself in a way that like I don't know how that looks but I do have a slice of faith reserved for like there is I don't know what look what it looks like when we die but uh drawing all things unto himself it's it's in Colossians you get whispers of it in scripture in a way that is super profound but the details
2: lack, which is the rub, and it's super difficult. So, no, I, I know, and because it's not controversial to say that like one of God's characteristics is that of justice. Like That is, it's in multiple parts of the Bible that I cannot cite right now. I gotta, whoa, whoa. don't think that, I don't, whoa. Think, whoa. That penali- I don't think
1: Jesus was certainly never wanting people to get revenge i think it's a worldly thing to want to get
2: even and i think that was the, is that the same thing nah. is getting even the same as justice well in the world
1: people see justice as hey sometimes you, hey you stole from me and i want justice well then what is justice because as yes. you said zach it's you're never going to be whole you've been wronged in a way like you came into my private Residence and stole something.
0: Unless it's like, oh, you caught me. Oh shoot, I have a change of heart. Yeah, let me give this back to you right now. Here, we're whole, and I'm gonna walk away. It's like, boom. That's that's a perfect example of justice. That's not justice, but it's
2: it's still there. I don't think that's justice at all. That's just someone backing off and going, "Oops, you caught my hand in the cookie jar."
0: What if they felt bad and they're so so, and they gave it back, and they're like, "Listen, I." Trust me, I'm never going to do this again. Like, uh, this is a learning experience for me.
2: That's just like, like in in that's, that. That's an apology, but that exists outside of the concept of justice. You you.
0: So, what would be justice then for that person that says, "Here, take all your stuff back. You are restored everything I took from you is is back.
2: Close fisted punch to the crotch. That's all. <laughs> okay. I don't now think that's
0: Jesus, justice.
1: I don't think Jesus. You're uh, gonna take this punch. I don't. It's just justice, it, yeah, right. And in that, that's kind of worldly justice because nobody feels right after that. In the moment, you may feel right, but ten seconds later, like, it okay, I hit him; it felt good, but now I feel like socked I feel like an a hole for socked, you know doing that. Socked him right in the balls, <laughs> and I don't Close believe Jesus sees justice how we see justice. Just like you know, Jesus coming and not being you know our, our artillery. Like physical artillery and taking out, you know, the Romans or whatever the enemy might have been uh, to the Jews. There's, there's no justice in that. Jesus was wanting us to respond well, justice, in a
2: way. Justice feels like it is the it is the response, though. It is the response to wrongdoing done to the innocent. Yeah, we, we can can we accept that definition?
0: Right, but but the- what is
2: the response? That's probably what the rub is, but but can we at least start with that? Can, yeah, can we agree with justice is? Dude, I
0: feel like we're starting in
2: a- the appropriate response to to some wrongdoing done to an innocent. Right. Zach agrees. There, there's a th- there's in, many in, in general, but it will sure, never be that's satisfied. one thing or it.
1: Someone who doesn't have the power. It will never be Someone satisfied unless forgiveness. We can
2: argue on the how.
0: But that's where I think forgiveness is like the thing that just blows it all
2: smithereens. So is God not a God of justice anymore?
0: No, but the ju- his justice is yeah. manifest in forgiveness.
2: Is is that justice? Which I know we're super saying, frustrating. You're saying forgiveness is justice.
0: Um, Well, like what was just about...
2: So that is got
0: innocent man being hung on a cross. So that
2: and saying, "Father, forgive them." You might be right, and that feels which is the narrow, super unsatisfying to lots of very people. Very hundred percent, including
0: to myself, including myself in most day to day interactions. Um, but that might be the ultimate form of like, like Old Testament. Like that
2: one hurts almost inside when I hear that. I'm like, and dare I say, no,
0: it's the narrow path when. When Jesus says, why does the road that leads to destruction, most people think he's talking about, oh, yeah, most people go to hell. I promise you, in that specific passage, whether there's a hell or not, forget about that. That specific passage is not talking about heaven and hell. Why does the load, the load. (laughs) Nope. Nope. Nah. No. No. Not quite. Can I try to soften that? Wide load. My wife and I have been uh, researching washers and dryers because our
2: washer just <laughs> no quit. No that was going. How wide is the washer?
0: We're looking for a <laughs> wide load.
2: Wide load washer? <laughs> That's high on your...
1: <laughs> Search algorithm is... Well, having spoke about the Romans, check out Caesars. It's, it's in uh, Laguna Niguel. Speaking
2: of... Uh, Caesars... Memes, Caesar's wide load washers. Caesar's appliances. Caesar's wide load washers.
1: Wide (laughs) is the load that leads to destruction.
2: It's the widest for your whites. It's the widest for your whites. (laughs) Jeez.
0: Uh, Stupid. Anyways, the narrow path. he, He saw the people of Jerusalem rebelling against the Romans. And he saw what that would get them, which was destruction in the eighty seventy.
2: I would argue In that, my opinion, Scott would fight me on that. I would point. argue that the concept of justice is the hardest concept for humans to it is. come to terms with. But what is Jesus, what if, Because God, they whatever, be whatever even, God's justice They want things to God's and, concept of justice is.
0: Let's go back to Trump's favorite passage of the Bible, which is eye for an eye. Why did eye for an eye get instituted in the law back in the day? is because it's like escalation. Okay, okay you do that, I'm going to do this, but I'm going to do it a little more, and then back and forth, and guess what? Nobody wins. And so eye for an eye was like, hey, this stops here. That You can't take more than the camel that guy stole from you. You can only take a camel back, or whatever the stipulation is. And then you get to the New Testament, Jesus says, you have heard it said, an eye for an eye, but I tell you, it, it makes it more difficult in a way, but it also subverts
2: the lo- the violence. Not even in a way like in every, it's the worst. Actually, in every way, it makes it more difficult. And I'm I, telling you, it's the I, narrow I, path. I imagine, not imagine. I remember courtroom scenes where I've seen, uh, like parents forgiving the murderer of their kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking about that earlier, and mind boggling it's hard it's it's almost impossible to put yourself in that situation and try to like imagine you could do that but that is it feels like you are foregoing justice though it feels like you are saying i it's not going to happen like i'm i'm sacrificing justice in this yeah. moment
0: the judgment of god is love and that's super unsatisfying um like I'm 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 personally comfortable with that idea now the wrong shit happens to me in my personal life like it's gonna challenge that for sure and I understand that is super uncomfortable like I feel like we say this too often but Scott would have a lot to say um at that statement but the there's man an old Gunger song he, prepare the way of the Lord wielding mercy, like a sword. Like that to me is so profound. Like his judgment is love and it's, it's not satisfying because we, we don't, it's not satisfying at all. But I, that's where my, I feel like my, my biggest belief now is that that is it.
2: Like, but you know what the weird thing is, is probably, uh, the activity of our perceived understanding of what justice would be. Eventually, probably isn't satisfying either. It may be in the moment, but right, give it time, yeah, and it won't be. Yeah, with
0: with our, um, I remember. So occasionally, it comes to mind um, um, after our our son passing. Like this is. If you're a new listener, you don't know. It's like 16 years ago. But uh, baby son passes, hospital has us back in, and they do the thing where they're like, we just want you to check the boxes that said we did all we could and everything was kosher. And at the time, it's like I remember being numb. Also, I recognized, like, we're not going to... Okay, so what if we, we we dispute this and we hire a lawyer and we get a settlement like is that going to heal us more? Mm-hmm. And I we were very aware of like no, that's not going to make it right. That's not going to bring Shane back. And there's there's some time man, there's sometimes where I think back it's like maybe I shouldn't have signed that because yes, it doesn't bring it wouldn't bring the healing that we need. Mm-hmm. Uh which comes from the hands and feet of in, of Jesus, which it's like you guys and the church community that came around us. Like I, I want to mention that because that is very real. Yeah. Um. There's some part of me that like thinks back, it's like, yeah, we maybe it would have helped the hospital do better if we did bring a lawsuit because there probably were areas that they could have done better, but we just didn't want to open the can of worms. But that that's right in that vein of like, what do you do? Like, mm. is it going to make it right? Like, okay, maybe. We, what if we did sue and we got a settlement? Is that justice? Like, we don't have Shane. So, yeah.
2: Oh, we're all even now.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's justice according to the state or the government. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know what. It, let me just say for the record, the people there, I, I'm 100 positive those people are doing the best they can for everyone there, but. Obviously, things fall to the cracks,
2: but so I don't know. Well, maybe in a subsequent podcast we can decide if God is a just God or not.
0: (laughs) Just like that,
2: we we can we can decide.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We'll be deciding if God is just on the next episode.
0: But it would be fun. It would be a fun
1: as long as everyone can keep their heads. I feel like
0: Carrie would have a lot to say. That'd be good. Scott would have a lot to say um because the the concept that lyric which you can find hints of in scripture yeah. of uh prepare the way of the lord wielding mercy like a sword um something 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 his and his judgment is love is super frustrating depending on on where you're at in life just love everyone it's fine but just the pureness of self sacrificial love of like doing whatever it takes just the forgiveness subverts it and i don't know yeah i don't know
2: it's hard man it's convicting it's convicting when your internal gut reactions are not you don't up, align with that
0: you bring up the parents forgiving the killer like that that might be as close as we can get to pure agape love yeah here and now
1: it cuts right to the core of yeah Christ like oh, if man. you if you don't if you don't go i mean if okay you you've decided to go this way the what it takes to go in that direction yeah. nobody can even fathom a mother like forgiving or a father forgiving someone for killing their son or daughter it's it's out of this world that doesn't yeah in our it's justice su- none of that
2: exists at all it's supernatural that i i do believe that is supernatural i don't think that humans on their own are capable of that.
0: Or what if that is the pure natural, like that is like the perfect human, the perfect human experience of, if Jesus was the perfect human, maybe it's, maybe supernatural needs to be redefined. Maybe, maybe, but good luck. It would take a really expensive PR team to uh, to change the cultural zeitgeist on what is supernatural.
2: Yeah. That's that's big stuff.
0: Dude, we you, tapped into some real shit here.
2: You're I, close. I have to go uh, okay. pick up a daughter. Can we uh can we do a 2 minute what are you consuming? Do you want to go first? Can we do it in 2 minutes? You wasted 3 seconds of the <laughs> <moment. Yeah. laughs> I watched Ghostbusters Afterlife and as go, as a deep seated Ghostbusters aficionado. In fact, I did not watch the one that had Lady Ghostbusters because I saw the trailer and I knew what it was. I was like, this is garbage.
0: Wait, that's different than Afterlife?
2: Ghostbusters Afterlife has Paul Rudd in it. And it's not, it's not the Lady Ghostbusters. Wait, now, Paul,
0: is this after Lady yes, Ghostbusters? Yes,
2: it's after Lady Ghostbusters. Wait, Paul Rudd who hides his Jewishness? I is don't, that Paul Rudd? I don't know about that, but that's between two. Friends. I like, I like him. Oh. Uh, it's it's so good really yeah it's fun it's super fun and there's a million callbacks like there's a million callbacks if you're a Ghostbusters fan at all like it's fun and there's good callbacks and it feels and it's got one of the characters from one of the actors from Stranger Things is in it so and it has a bit of a Stranger Things vibe to it too he slime me yeah there's no he slime me but there's there's plenty of callbacks And I I don't want to give any spoilers away, but I I enjoyed it. It was great. I was doing that. And my New Year's resolution is to read one book or listen to one book per month. And this book that I chose... To listen
0: to is going to be your savior.
2: It is my savior. I'm at 1.5x on the (laughs) book, which is called um, How Not to Be Wrong... Which was recommended to me by a colleague a couple of years ago, and I bought it on Audible. and I didn't realize it. I logged back into Audible. I'm like, oh, I have this book. He told me to go read it, and I just want stuff narrated by Christopher Walken. It's it's a math book. It's God. It's, it's just a math, math, math book. book. It's a math book. That's all. It, it's a math book, and like he's describing diagrams. I'm like, this doesn't work on Audible. Why would uh, you do this as an Audible book? Mm. I've made a terrible mistake, guys. So anyway, I'm gonna like two point five exit. Get through that one, 2.5. check the box so check that ne- box. so that I've got that one done in January, and then I'll move on to something Checking else. Check in the box. Digging some
0: Jonathan Height.
2: I have uh via former guest bro Art Greco, I'm gonna do Chasing Francis. I have that. I purchased it. Oh nice. I'll do that one next. And then I'm gonna do screw tape screw tape letters after that. Oh man. Screw tape
0: letters. The righteous mind. Put that on your list, especially if you're listening. Yeah, he reads it himself. Oh, and it's still
1: super nerdy.
0: But read it slower. It's listen. Okay, before listenable.
1: I before I forget, I'm consuming point, uh, point seven Apex Legends. I'm not joking. You're playing games? No, I'm consuming no, my you were son say Apex My ten year old son playing Apex Legends Twin for hours a That's day. What he would have said over the over the Christmas break, Christian. No, Caleb, my 10-year-old. And literally... Does he have a Twitch channel? There were days where I would sit there and be like screaming, like, no, no, get behind the wall. That guy's going to shoot. You got to get your help. Does he cuss on his Twitch channel? No. But at some point, my son Caleb went to tears. He's like, stop yelling at me, dad. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like... The dad from the sidelines yelling at his son like come do, on do better score kill more <laughs> you suck uh, I had to pat him on the back and be like I'm sorry that got kind of intense but that's good probably 35 hours of apex legends over this uh, Christmas break with my son
2: man the rest of your family must be bummed I don't even know where the rest <laughs> of our family is that's what I mean <laughs> Where's dad and Caleb? I don't know. I haven't seen him for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much.
0: We can't find Kaylee. Uh, whatever, you know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we'll get justice. Kill him. <laughs> Kill him now, Caleb. Uh, Zach, uh, man, before you run out the door.
0: It's similar to the last time. I, I'm i binging Bart Ehrman, who is a New Testament scholar. Or, I don't know if it's Bible or New Testament, but.
2: What do you mean by binging?
0: Um, well, I have two books I got from the Mission Viejo library. How and, many pages
2: have you read in those books?
0: Um, they're still library. I'm almost done with one of them. Oh, nice. And I've listened to two of his others on Audible
2: within the last He's got month? a lot of books within the last month.
0: No, just well, I would say no, the last like last, four
2: months, just in the last episode,
0: but I, I've mentioned him <laughs> a couple times. I've That's good. So it's like I, I'm just fascinated with like. How the Bible is constructed, how, how, what we believe now is tied to what people believed all along the way and all the mess that entails. And I assure you, it's a big mess.
2: All truth is good. The Bible truth.
0: is not, that, that's, I love that anchor point because, uh, I agree with that a hundred percent. I just think it looks different and it's very uncomfortable than a lot of people think. Yeah. Dragons. There's <laughs> a lot of dragons. Because dragons. There's a lot of Dragons you don't know, there's a Jeff's lot of, face right now. There's like, so many dragons in the Bible. Jeff's face,
2: <laughs> Really? If I were to sum it up, defuh. <laughs> <laughs> there's just big dragons.
0: There's a lot of shit in the Bible that Leviathan. is connected to so things awesome. that come from extra bi- biblical sources. Origin. You know, yeah. In a way that's like, wait, God didn't just tell him what to write. It's like, it's just the history. God just gave us the history of everything. Yeah. And it's like, no, things were very human and every author drew upon their own cultural context, which is super fascinating to me. So I'm doing that. Plus starting scrubs over again.
2: Yeah. That's stupid.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It definitely is stupid. I watched five minutes of scrubs the entire
2: series. I watched five minutes of scrubs. It's Uh, great. It's amazing. Yeah. Pretty much stupid. Get into the characters. You're pretty much stupid. I
0: confess though. (laughs) The kids did watch a, a, A little bit of a couple episodes and I'm like, Uh, oh yeah, it's all, everything, nothing is shown. It's pretty tame, but there's so much
2: sexual in you. It's very accessible. Yeah. But uh, I've been told by uh, a family member who is a doctor that it's more accurate than not.
0: Dude, Scott, if Scott were here, Scott's doctor in, uh, when he was a medic, Scott was a medic in the army, in case you don't know, spoiler alert, audience. But one of his doctors,
2: spoiler like it's gonna be revealed later. I know.
0: <laughs> Just wait till episode On
2: 207. We'll tell you what he did in his past.
0: But it, it was like, yeah, making out in closets, w- opening a closet and finding somebody by themselves crying. Like, yeah, they, all the comedy, like it's ramped up to 11, obviously, but, uh, he said, like, forget like Gray's Anatomy, forget every medical show you see, like nope. it was Scrubs is the most accurate interpretation of the
2: medical. Every dude deep down wishes he had a bromance like JD and Turk. Oh, for sure. And if you had watched more than five minutes, no you, idea. You would know what a bromance is.
0: And you would know oh, who Turk was. Yeah, yeah Turk. Yeah, you probably know, know who
2: Turk
1: is. The young liberal Turks.
0: And hey, the, <laughs> nice. I do. I will say. I. I think. Um, I think we touch upon in this vicinity, including mm-hmm. Scott. We occasionally, touch we touch upon the bromance bro- that is uh, JD and Turk. I think that. Oh yeah. We scratch the surface of that. Yes. I mean, they're if they're the pinnacle. Yeah, you scratch mine, I scratch yours. We're it's close romance. there.
2: Yeah. I, I think that's true. Listener, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. We.
0: Uh, Bye. I'm actually leaving.
2: I know. Zach is out. He's, he's boogieing because he's got to go pick up a kid and be a good dad. But we appreciate you for listening. And if you need to get in touch with us at BrosBiblesBeer on all the socials, BrosBiblesBeer at gmail.com if you want to send us an email. The feedback is always awesome and the ratings because that helps boost us and get us to uh, yes. more ears. But the most important way to do it, we ask this every week. Share this. If this podcast is meaningful to you and it's helpful, share it with one other person. And uh, and hopefully they are able to get something out of it too. Especially if you're in Shanghai. Share it with one person and it'll get to a billion. That's right. Share it to one person and it gets to a billion. That's how it works in Shanghai. For Jeff and Zach, I am Andy, and thank you for tuning in to Bros, Bibles, and Beer. We will catch you.